Well, good day, everyone, and welcome to the journey this week. My name's Jude Hennessy. We're on the cusp of a new year. We've been journeying right through this uh, Advent season, and now we're in the Christmas season. Beautiful time of year. I hope wherever you are, that you're having a, a great time with with family and with friends. And if you're working, I hope you're not working too hard, and that you're uh, you're enjoying some of the festivities of this time. And if you're on holidays, well, I hope you're absolutely soaking up everything that you need to to be renewed and refreshed for the year ahead. This day in the church's calendar is marked down as the Feast of the Holy Family, noting that in the person of Jesus, in Mary and Joseph, there was this great love and beautiful holiness and willingness and desire just absolutely to, to serve God on the part of Mary and Joseph and, and to raise the Messiah and to do so with, with great humility and great trust. And so today is a day just a week out from the Christmas celebrations and, and Christmas Day of a celebration of the Holy Family and a call for all families to, to live in holiness, you know. That's, uh, that's our calling, to enable, to help discern, to help form each other, to be answering God's call in our lives. That's, uh, and that's what holiness is all about. And to do so, we've got some great people for you this week. We're going to be hearing from... Some of our regulars, again, we've got uh, Father Tony Percy pretty much weekly now. You're going to hear from him in his segment, The Word, Mother Hilda Scott in Wisdom from the Abbey. Great to have Father Chris Sarkis with us too. We've we've heard from Father Chris a bit this year because he's been a big contributor not only to the small group publications that we put out, which are reflections on the, the scriptures that often occur during the week, Father Chris is um, a great contributor to those wonderful resources that we see in this this year's one called The Sign. We've got the Lenten one coming up shortly, which people will soon be able to order. And he's going to talk to us about family life today, which is awesome. Going to hear from Father John Corrigan. He's going to talk to us about how everyone matters, and in particular, that remembering of the holy innocents, how so many babies were killed at the prospect of Herod's power being threatened by a little baby, and we call that the Feast of the Holy Innocents. He's got a few things to say about that. To kick us off with, though, we're going to break open today's Gospel for, for Sunday, the 31st of December. It's from Luke 2, 22 to 40, and the great story that we see here with Jesus in the presentation of the temple, my eyes have seen your salvation. It's words of Zechariah. And to break that open for us, we're going to hear from Father Mark DiBattista, who's, who's uh, going to give us some great insights on what the church teaches about the example we get from the Holy Family of, of uh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. So I hope you enjoyed today's show as we, as we break it open for you on this eve of a new year. Lots to get through. Let's get into it. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. And so you're glad you've joined us on the journey. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the day came for them to be purified as laid down by the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, observing what stands written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male must be consecrated to the Lord and also to offer in sacrifice in accordance with what is said in the law of the Lord a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now in Jerusalem there was a man named Simeon. He was an upright and devout man. He looked forward to Israel's comforting and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death until he had set eyes on the Christ of the Lord. Prompted by the Spirit, he came to the temple And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the law required, he took him into his arms and blessed God. And he said, Now, Master, you can let your servant go in peace, just as you promised, because my eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared for all the nations to see, a light to enlighten the pagans and the glory of your people Israel. As the child's father and mother stood there wondering at all these things that were being said about him, Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, You see this child? He is destined for the fall and for the rising of many in Israel, destined to be a sign that is rejected, 
and a sword will pierce your own soul too, so that the secret thoughts of many may be laid bare. There was a prophetess also, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was well on in years, her days of girlhood over. She had been married for seven years before becoming a widow. She was now 84 years old and never left the temple, serving God night and day with fasting and prayer. She came by just at that moment and began to praise God. And she spoke of the child to all who looked forward to the deliverance of Jerusalem. When they had done everything the law of the Lord required, they went back to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. Meanwhile, the child grew to maturity and he was filled with wisdom and God's favour was with him. The Gospel of the Lord. And now, the Gospel Reflection with Father Mark D. Battista. Today we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Family. That's Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Holy people, Jesus himself is God. Mother Mary, sinless. St. Joseph, an extremely holy man all focused on doing the will of the Father. So here's Mary and Joseph focusing on this divine child who, in all that they can see, is an ordinary human being who was born and conceived under extraordinary circumstances. And he's growing and maturing like any boy of his age did and grew to adolescence and eventually to manhood. And yet, on the other side, through faith, they know that this is the Son of the Eternal Father, to whatever degree they understood this. And the Church focuses on the Feast of the Holy Family because she wants to remind us that not only is the family so important and blessed as an institution by God, but that God thought it's beautiful and important enough to have a family for his own son to grow up in. And this is an amazing truth that God could have come on this earth as a fully grown man. But no, he wanted to be born like us in all things but sin, as St. Paul says. And so we have the beautiful gospel then of the old man Simeon who had been told that he would not see death until he had set his eyes on the Christ of the Lord. And we do not know how long before the event actually happened that Simeon had been told this. My guess is that it was probably years. And you could just imagine maybe he's thinking that, you know, after a few weeks or a couple of months, okay, nothing's happened. And then those months turn to years. And eventually the years are fulfilled when he sees the Christ child. But what must have gone on in the heart of the old man Simeon? I believe that Simeon learned through this promise to trust in God, to trust that he will break into his life daily, or if not daily, to at least wait for him to break into his life, and that one day he was going to fulfill his promise. And this is how our lives of faith unfold. God doesn't always speak very clearly to us and give us direct messages and so forth. Sometimes he does. But very often he just gives us something here and there and then expects us to wait in silence for the Lord to save. And so in today's Feast of the Holy Family, we have an example of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, where they live their life based on the Torah, the instruction, that first five books of the Old Testament and the message of the Psalms and the prophets, serving God, the Heavenly Father, as good Jews of that time. And that in living by faith, doing the ordinary things of family life, the work, the joys and the sorrows, the love of one another, the daily sacrifice, serve as a model for us and for all families about how to live as a holy family. May Jesus, Mary and Joseph intercede for us with the Eternal Father, for us and for our families and for our world. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full.
a baby's first cry and into our midnight a heavenly song whispers that hope is alive oh joy to the world on this holy night so sing with the angels that fill up the sky heaven broke through and now hope is alive he is right here to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. Now, Wisdom from the Abbey with Mother Hilda. I taught a beautiful little boy once. Actually, I've taught lots of beautiful little boys and girls. This little chap's name was Paul. He was like a match with the wood scraped off. He was all of three and a half kilos probably and about Two inches tall, I exaggerate, of course. He was a sweetheart. His father was a truck driver, and Paul's big aim in life was to be a truck driver like his father. So Paul would swagger into class every morning. God love him. Paul was as soft as butter. And when I told stories after lunch, as we always did, if it was a sad story, you can bet your bottom dollar, Paul would be sitting there crying. But Paul's big aim in life was to be a tough truck driver like his dad. So he took on the attributes of his father and his mother took that all on board and let him go until Paul decided that he would start calling his mother Carmel like his father. Now Paul had an older sister and a younger sister. He was the only little boy in that family. And after listening to herself being called Carmel for a week or so, his mother finally sat him down and said to him, Now look, Paul, there are loads of people who can call me Carmel. Your father calls me Carmel. Auntie Sylvie calls me Carmel. Grandma calls me Carmel. But there's only one little boy on the planet who can call me Mum, and that's you. If I don't hear it from you, Paul, I don't hear it at all. And that makes me very sad. Well, she she put it the right way. She only had to say it made her sad, and that was enough for Paul to change his ways. I've thought often about that, you know. God's like that. 
Everyone can come and tell God he's the most wonderful thing since sliced bread. Everybody can call out his name. And they can call it out in various degrees of devotion and intensity. But if God does not hear his name mentioned by you, they could have saved themselves the trouble. It's your voice he wants to hear. It's the intonation in your voice. It's the love in your voice that he wants to hear. Make his day. Call him God today. Thanks so much there to Mother Hilda Scott. Wisdom from the Abbey is her much-loved segment, and she uh, she had a piece for us there called Call Him God. Now, God wants to hear our voice and our praises, not for his sake but for ours because that's, that's where our fulfilment lies. So thank you to Mother Hilda there, and thanks to Father Mark DiBattista before the break who broke open this week's gospel for this Christmas season for the, the 31st of December. We've already had some great music. We've heard from Ellie Holcomb already, Hope is Alive, and now we can hear from Matt Maher. Glory, let there be peace. After the break, we're going to be hearing from the awesome Father Tony Percy. He's going to talk to us about honour, love and life. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. So glad you've joined us on the journey. Together on the journey, 
faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Christmas is over Here comes the meltdown And there goes the cheer But before we have a breakdown Let us remember The light of the world is still here Happy day after Christmas And merry the rest of the year Even when Christmas is over Father Tony Percy. This week, honour, love and life. This Sunday is the Feast of the Holy Family. Every year it's the Feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Jesus, the word means the one who saves. Joseph, God will add. And Mary has had different names given her, but she's always depicted in blue. It took me some years, probably because I'm a little bit slow, to understand why she was depicted in blue. And that's because the sky is blue as far as I can see. And when you look up at the sky, it just fills you with great hope and wonder. And I'm sure that's part of the mystery as to why the colouring is always in some way blue. The Holy Family, over the church's 4,000 year history, that is from Abraham through to Sarah, Abraham and Sarah, excuse me, right through that Old Testament period, to the Holy Family, which we celebrate today, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, and right to this current age, the church has understood uh, very, very wisely, I think, that marriage is the basis of family and family is the basis of society. We uh, always benefit from great leaders. We can think of some incredible leaders in Australia's history, some of the founders, certainly, some of the prime ministers, some of the civic leaders, men and women, 
who've done incredible things in Australia's uh, history and culture. But the one thing that really builds great nations is marriage and family, which is under enormous pressure at the moment. But that's a good thing in a way because it makes us wake up to the truth of what marriage and family is. And when we go back to the book of Genesis, we see the, the mystery of the, the complementarity of male and female. And, the, and when complementarity and difference is loved and respected, you get a unity, not a uniformity. A very important point, I think. And from that love flows life. God has entrusted to us uh, the mysteries of love and life. That's the best way to see this feast. So each of us now can take stock as the new year is about to begin. How can I honour love as the new year begins in a, in a deeper way? And how can I honour life as the new year begins once again? Thanks very much to Father Tony Percy there. His segment is The Word. And he's uh, speaking the truth in love there that the family, while under enormous pressure at the moment, is at the heart of holiness, is at the heart of Christian community, is at the heart of God's plan for humanity. And we see that modelled in the Holy Family. He's had a lot to say there. Some really, I feel like I need to listen to it again. And you can if you go to jcr.org.au. You can re-listen to any of the stuff that's on the show, particularly those God spots. And uh, that might be worth another listen there. And a real challenge sent out to us there from Father Tony about how I can honour love in a deeper way and honour life as the new year commences after the break, we're going to hear from another champion priest, Father Chris Sarkis. He's such a good guy. Another priest who speaks the truth in love, like Father Tony, that's for sure. And he wants to talk to us about family life on this Feast of the Holy Family. That's coming up after the break. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy, and you're still on the journey. Sing me the song of Emmanuel.
faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. Now, a reflection on family life with Father Chris Sarkis. The importance of today's feast of the Holy Family is indicated by the fact that the Church chooses the first Sunday after Christmas, the birth of Jesus himself into a human family, to celebrate it. While we live in a time of unprecedented confusion, where the family is under attack to change its fundamental meaning and structure, it remains the foundation of society and the most stabilising force of human civilization and culture. At the heart of the family and its unifying force is faith, hope and love. The environment in which we grow as children determines the people we will become as adults. Even Jesus, in his humanity, was not exempt from this. He became a carpenter like his foster father, Joseph, and we can be sure that he took on many characteristics of both him and Mary as an adult. Like any family, they would have experienced the joys and the happiness of family life, but also the sorrows and sufferings. True love is measured not by emotions or sentiments, but by our willingness to endure and persevere, to be faithful and steadfast, not just in the good times, but especially in the difficult times. Faith, hope and love. Today's feast gives us the opportunity to reflect upon the fundamental aspects of family life and how we try to practice them in our own families. Of no less importance is how we try to live them out in the wider family to which we all belong, the family of God, where the bond of faith endures even beyond the boundaries of this earthly life to eternal life. Since all that is true of the human family is equally true of the family of God, the Church. Let us pray. May the Holy Family of Nazareth, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, intercede for us today as we strive to live as they have taught and shown us in faith, hope and love. How lucky are we to have people like Father Chris Sarkis contributing to our show? That's taken from his contribution to The Sign, our Advent series and our Christmas series. It's going for, for about another week or so, those daily reflections into this Christmas time. It's a great way to start the year, actually, just a daily scripture reflection. And that was Father Chris telling us all about the holiness of families and what we're called to because of the Holy Family. That's the theme today. You're getting it in spades. After the break, to round out the show, we're going to be hearing from Father John Corrigan and how everyone matters. Some great insights into the holy innocence, those little babies that were put to death because of the power and the, and the threat that Herod thought they imposed upon him after hearing the, the story of the Magi and the prophecy fulfilled of the birth of a, a newborn king. That's after the break. Here's Brian and Katie Tewalt first up in the song My Alleluia. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. We're getting near the end, but you're still on the journey.
shadows will fade, darkness will break. I'll keep on singing your praise. Oh, nothing can take my hallelujah. Nothing can take my hallelujah. Shadows will fade, darkness will break. I'll keep on singing your praise. Nothing can take my hallelujah. Nothing can take my hallelujah. Shadows will fade, darkness will break. I'll keep on singing your praise. I'm Charles from Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, and you're listening to The Journey. Trading. 
together on the journey. Faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Now, another Christmas reflection. Here's Father John Corrigan. History is filled with human pawns, just like the holy innocents, whom the powerful wickedly sacrifice, because they don't really matter. But to God, everyone matters. Truly our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. And the infinitely small chance that you even exist demonstrates this divine calculus. For example, in 25 years, the average person meets around 20,000 people. So the probability of your mother and father meeting is 1 in 20,000. But there was only a 1 in 10 chance that having met, they would speak to each other. And having spoken to each other, a 1 in 10 chance that they would meet for a second time. Crunch those numbers together, and the odds of your parents becoming a couple is 1 in 40,000. We must also consider the odds of your four grandparents meeting, and your eight great-grandparents, and so on. And that's before we consider the wars and plagues and other cataclysms which many of your ancestors had to survive. Mathematicians conclude that the odds of you being born is 1 in 10 to the power of 2.5 million. Yet here you are, a living, breathing miracle. In the words of Pope Benedict XVI, we are not some casual and meaningless product of evolution. Each of us is the result of a thought of God. Each of us is willed. Each of us is loved. Each of us is necessary. Let us pray. Open our eyes, Lord, to see what you see, the infinite value of each person, worthy of love and recognition. Amen.
Great song to finish off this week, Mandissa, Waymaker. Good song leading into a new year. Thanks to Max Norton, who's put this show together this week. He's uh, he's doing a great job, even over the, the Christmas and New Year break. He's making sure that all of our partnering radio stations are getting this show to go out on the airwaves to you and to people who listen to it as well as a podcast. We don't mind how you listen. We're just chuffed, really, really humbled, actually, that the people have been listening in for over 10 years now. And we're going to keep going for as long as we can and hope that it continues to form people and encourage them and and draw them into a a deeper relationship with with Jesus. Thanks to Father John Corrigan who rounded out the show for us this week, a little piece that he entitled Everyone Matters. Now every single one of us is in some way miraculous, just great miracles, great handiwork of God. Thank you to him. Thank you to Father Chris Sarkis, to Father Tony Percy, Father Mark DiBattista and, and uh, Mother Hilda Scott, all of whom we heard from this week as we, as we lead into a new year, which I hope you have a great start to. Take a bit of time praying, uh, leading into new year. A, a quick story. A few years ago, I actually spent a bit of time on New Year's Eve down at the Abbey and it was just beautiful down there with Mother Hilda and, and the crew. And we prayed the new year in from, from about 11 PM till uh, 1 AM in the morning. And it was just, oh. One of those unforgettable moments sitting in the chapel with all those beautiful holy nuns and praying in a new year, praying for our own intentions, but praying for those of the world. They'll be doing that again, just as they do every single year, and, and be worthwhile us doing the same, particularly holding up those we love, placing them in God's arms and placing our needs and our trust in God at the start of a new year. What else is there? We will be doing it all again next next week. Hope you can listen in then. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy, and you've been on The Journey. The Journey is presented by Jude Hennessy and produced by Max Norden on Dharawal Country in the office of the Bishop for the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong.